Okay. Um, welcome to All About the Product. Uh, I'm Rob Hamblin, and this is Henry Latham. Hello. It's a different intro this time around because it's Henry's podcast, but I thought I would introduce us. So, oh, I think welcome. it's both of us. I think it's both. Definitely. Oh, I know, but it's your baby. I just upload it to um, just drop a sort of like Zoom recording into iTunes now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I made it to Brazil. Yeah, um, congratulations, dude. Like, honestly, loving life. You can see the beautiful blue sunshine. Oh, oh my God. It's so nice. I was like, this morning, I'm getting up early because of the time difference, but I was like, 5 a.m. as the sun rises, blue skies, just go for a swim, a little meditation outside. It is such a nice way to start your day, and it's quiet as well. Sorry to rub it in, yeah. <laughs> Giving hand gestures to Henry right now for those that like. Actually, I don't know if we'll put this on Zoom, but uh, the recording up. But um, yeah, we're no, no, just audio. I was getting sworn at. Yeah, sworn at. Um, <laughs> anyway, how's Berlin? How's looks sort of dark, um, a bit grim. Yeah, it's fluctuating from three degrees to uh, ten mm-hmm. or eleven degrees at the moment. All of the above. Ideal. Yeah, gold. <laughs> Um, but yeah, actually, I want to bounce back to you again, because I, I was thinking about you kind of on your way to Brazil, but you, you had no problems getting there or with... No, no. So for anyone listening, um, I mean, so technically the UK government has a travel advisory. So you can't, well, they say you can't travel unless it's for work reasons. Obviously, because I work for myself, what I have, I can make up reasons. But also, I've got a few things that I did actually want to do here. Like people, I used to work in Sao Paulo, so getting back in touch with some contacts and um there's an initiative that i'm really wanting to start i think i will kick this off before christmas doing something called the 10 percent pledge so essentially my view is that tech is just not doing anything that positive i think it can do a lot better so i think what i wanted to do with the the prod mba is just give away 10 percent of profit to reforestation projects and nice. Brazil is a good place for that because they are yeah. fucking it up <laughs> quite a lot. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, so I wanted to, I thought it would also be really nice. I mean, there's a like carbon capture project, right, you can donate to, but I thought it would be nice to do it to like an organization you know firsthand. Like, I would like to go there as well. You know, I think it's quite cool to have a connection. Like, obviously, yeah. um, you know, like me doing a long flight isn't, that helpful for reforestation but um i think my view on it is that ultimately the key is like protecting areas of biodiversity like we're not going to stop global warming overnight it's just not going to happen people are not going to stop flying people are not going to stop eating like people exist (laughs) when you exist you're going to be using up energy in different forms so i think i like the idea of just protecting areas of biodiversity long enough so that sort of the trend reverses which i mean to be honest, it's actually already happening in most countries. Um, so I thought that would be a nice thing to do. So that's my um, excuse if, <laughs> for whatever reason, the British government asked me questions at the airport. But no, it's super easy, super chill. But like, yes. super I, easy flight. Nice, yeah, because you, you know, yes, you have taken a plane and you're somewhere else. But I mean, the state of the world is that people still will need to travel. Yeah, exactly. But you're doing something like you could just choose to do nothing. Um, exactly, something. exactly. Um, I mean, I haven't done it yet, but <laughs> it's happening. I'm just, the reason why I'm waiting is that we're taking in uh, 
second batch at the moment. So that sort of stabilizes the long-term future of the business, gives me like yeah. a decent income. And then uh, January, I'll start obviously looking, looking a bit more towards the future. But yeah, I mean, that's such a good point as well. It's like, you, you know, it's such a cynical view to just be, to say stuff like, wow, you know, he's flying. So it's what, what a contradiction. But um, I like, you can still do stuff, right? You can still do positive things. Um, it's like yeah. all the vegans that still drive cars. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Uh, I mean, nobody's going to be perfect. I mean, literally, to be perfect, you have to just not exist, yeah. uh, which is impossible. So, well, <laughs> pretty much impossible. Anyway, um, so that's my excuse, but travel was really easy, like super chill. And the other thing is, it is so much. Um, first, it's just nicer, obviously, being somewhere that's sunny and warm. But like just being in a place where there's lots of sunlight and the days are long and I can do stuff like, you know, if I'm feeling a bit tired, just go have a swim. Uh, I've noticed I am way more productive the last two days and just, you know, but you just, I've just got better ideas for stuff, which is really nice. But uh, anyway, how was your sprint today? Um, yeah, good. actually, this is um, part one and a half of a kind of three-part sprint over three weeks because it's um yeah. i'm doing it as a, like a give back sprint so it's completely free um and i'm doing it to help these guys who want to do uh almost like um a what do you call it like a like a it's like a well-being stroke um i've forgotten the bloody word <laughs> i knew i would on the zoom course so i'm forgetting the word but it's basically like a well-being kind of sprint Mine's so nice. My, yeah, it's a bit more than that. Um, I had a holistic therapies. There you go. A holistic but therapy. Yeah. So, are they in Berlin? No, they're not. They're, three of them are in Barbados. One's in New York, one's in Spain. One's oh, right. right. And, uh, one's in the USA. I had a conversation with... I'm still because I'm still getting like a little bit of consultancy stuff on the side. And um, to... Yeah, I mean, two people got in touch with me about it, a similar thing, like acoustic mindfulness. I also worked on a project on that, like this time last year. Um, quite competitive. Like, what was the what's the positioning they're going after out of interest? I can't say too much. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, I will obviously talk to you offline about it. But um, yeah, it's basically the very beginning for this kind of platform. Mm. And um, the people that I'm working um, with are like, like global leaders within their disciplines for a wide range of holistic therapies oh, cool. and um actually i might ask you henry if you wanted to be a test user because they want to try and target more men on the platform yeah, as well. so yeah, yeah. yeah i'm into that. that shit um yeah. yeah i'll test it out yeah cool oh, so um that's i'm really cool. interested to see what position they take because it's such a because it's like okay not only Obviously, there's meditation, which dominates the mindfulness market for digital products. So it just, I mean, within that, it's hard to differentiate. But I found it really interesting talking about this acoustic um, therapy because apparently it does have a really profound effect. But the difficult part is you're not really competing with other acoustic therapy apps, right? Because the market's quite immature. It's not established yeah. yet, like meditation. But um, you're also needing to educate people that this stuff is, because I mean, it sounds like real, you know, like hippie shit, as people thought of meditation 10 years ago, same thing. Yeah. 
which it's not. It's just, you know, sitting, listening to like whale song is relaxing <laughs> and effective. But um, like, I can't say too much now, but from what you've already said, you're so the right user for this. So this is going to be really- yeah, I'm, I'm super skeptical as well, so I'll be a good user. Yeah, but that's even I'm just better. really interested to see some, how somebody cracks that. Uh, I mean, maybe it's what Headspace did, right? Where you just throw a load of money at education. You have to offer a free version for ages. You just have to do like a lot of iterations with a lot of people for free until you're, you know, getting it to the point where, yeah. I suppose you can integrate quite a nice personal brand element to it as well. You know, with meditation, you have Andy Pudcombe's voice in the background. Do you have whoever the speaker is doing whale noises and then speaking to you in a calming way? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe that's the concept. Maybe I. Just I, 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 I'm my because it's obviously fitting in with other things I decided to split the like the hyper sprint format that I've been working really closely with the guys of deep work with as well mm. and um, I've split those from what would be originally the four quadrants of you know, the half day uh, kind of workshops that you'd have over the yeah. two-day sprint and combining those into three sessions, three, four-hour sessions. Mm. So there's quite nifty little condensed sec sections of those workshops. Oh, cool. And um, actually running it over three separate weeks, which is something I wouldn't recommend, but because I'm obviously making this fit in as a, as a kind of free offering. Yeah, yeah. Uh, work as well, but actually it's, it's working supremely well at the moment. Um, so yeah, I can't, nice. really, can't really grumble with that. And I also have a sprint coming up with the, uh, did you hear me mention um, like the uh, the other um, video conferencing platform, Meet Butter? Uh, so, yeah, yeah, you're you... secretly being paid to promote to us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not actually, but um, we are going to be working on a sprint together. So oh, cool. With that, did you reach out to them? Yeah, so we got in touch with them and they were super, super keen uh, as well to have us kind of help them evolve uh, you know yeah, some yeah. of the bigger challenges that they're working I, you know sorry i'm gonna add that on my to-do list because i meant to check it out so i checked it out yeah yeah i never got around to actually using it you'll love the intro music so maybe next time we do a podcast we should do meat butter and um you know, and on then, the, can we record on that yeah I could yeah, yeah yeah let's join to update the invite in two weeks to, to add, not now yeah, yeah. yeah that'd be fun um, yeah, because I, <laughs> I mean, I hate Zoom, but I use it a lot, but I really am a net detractor of Zoom. <laughs> the problem so is anyone, anyone who's following me on, um, on LinkedIn at the moment, I've been having this hashtag, uh, forget Zoom tag, <laughs> as a way of just hopefully we'll leave this behind us. The problem is, it's the classic, like, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm like basically a one-man startup, but, um, I'm in the trap of like, you know, it's too, it's just reliable, isn't it? It's just the same, yeah. it's like the Microsoft office of whatever video calling. Because um, I loved, I actually love whereby.com, which used to be appearing. Just the simplicity yes, of, a, yeah. of a link, people just appear. Um, yeah. But obviously when you're doing it at scale, you do need things like breakout rooms, like ease of recording. This kind of stuff. Um, Can you remember what whereby was called? Uh, you, you said it actually a minute ago. Appear yeah, appear.in. Yeah. I, 
<laughs> was I talking to you about this? Yeah. Where did they get that new name from? Oh, no, I know. I did a lot of research into this. Where did they get <laughs> it? Like we talked about this before. Maybe it's someone else. <laughs> Anyone that wasn't listening to episode one or two. <laughs> so, so basically that some random company had got in touch and said, appear in is the copyright. But they didn't like publicize this. So you had to go. <laughs> I was looking through like all of the... Like random product updates or like legal stuff and it was like there they'd they'd made some excuse about why it was called whereby you know it's like typical thing like designer but yeah you know we uh, thought yeah. we'd better represent the brand blah blah and it turns out it's just this yeah. copyright thing and they just used yeah. i get flashbacks now yeah i, I do yeah. remember but what is i mean what is what is whereby 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 which when you use that in legal speak Whereby, no one whereby. needs a stake. It's like a, a, actually, it's quite cool in a way. It's a bit, whereby, I suppose you would use in the context of like, say you say a statement of intent, yeah. whereby this happened, like a consequence of. Less sense than how might we? Let me just Google this, because does that make sense? It's like a consequence of something. Very old English, I would say. Like, yeah, like, yeah, it's legal speak, but actually it sort of makes sense. But it's, it's they're, being, <laughs> they're being a bit too clever for their own good. But it doesn't really, for me, it doesn't really shout that it's for um, like community and people. Like it, it feels like yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. I know this is good. Uh, it does. It's quite interesting. So uh, the Merriam-Webster definition of whereby is by, through, or in accordance with which. So it sort of makes sense, yeah. like a vehicle, a portal, a vehicle for stuff to happen. However, I mean, tying it back to product for one, because I, well, I listened to uh, last week's episode, by the way, we did not talk about product. <laughs> we talked yeah. about bunny faking an injury, um, how nice countryside stuff is, and then yeah. you were talking about that book for ages. Back to product. Anyway, so whereby.com, the naming doesn't actually matter because it's an inherently viral product. Um, yeah. Because obviously you share it, you know, I have it as my default. If it's, if it's like non-work stuff, I just send the whereby link. And yeah. that brings, so if I invite you, that it brings you in. And then you go, oh, I'm going to create a link too. And then you start using it. So it has this really nice viral loop. Um, but the name's still shit. Yeah. And I'm not sure what they happened. The color palette as well is a bit confusing. Yeah. Also, as well, I didn't realize I worked with a company over the summer, and they realized that um, the actual um, the software that Whereby uses is really draining on like the CPU. Like, um, uh-huh. it just get very hot. And I'd never noticed this before. And actually, we made a conscious decision to switch from Whereby to um, to. Jitsi or Yitsi as well. So because that was actually much more uh, less heavily reliant on the, the processing power. Oh, uh, right, interesting. I get that with Zoom, but I think it's when I'm recording. Yeah, I think so too. Which sort of makes sense, I suppose. But um, yeah, it's an interesting one. But I, I like actually, I like that because the same thing with Prodomi, like we only bothered having a logo like a month ago, I think. I mean, that's like yeah. six months in, we're already with paying customers. I mean, I like that it illustrates the point that actually the details don't matter that much. Like they they help. You need to, I think yeah. there's this, I was thinking a lot about this this week with ProMBA stuff, with sales is like there's, you know, there's a big difference between 
discovering growth engines and optimizing growth engines. So what I mean by that, for example, is like once you establish something works. So for us, it's like, okay, for acquisition, I know LinkedIn works. Yeah. And I know that if I get someone in a sales calls, that works. And I know that if they join the program, that's going to work. It's going to deliver value. They're going to like it, tell friends about it. Yeah. Um, but so now it's like with that, it's about optimizing. So for example, the core curriculum, the six-week curriculum, it works. There's little things that I'm going to be tweaking, but I'm not discovering growth engines like I was like four months ago. Right? So I have no idea like where we'd even start. Yeah. Um, and I feel you know, branding is part of that optimization. So it's, like it's going to help you get like a few more sales or it's going to help you get a few more people to sign up on your website. But actually what really matters is like, what is your value proposition? Where are yeah. you building credibility with things like testimonials or use cases, etc.? Yeah. Your why. Exactly. There we go. You're exactly. Um, yeah, so I like, I mean, like in the program, we don't tell you, we just tell people, just don't worry about the logo. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't even bother about it's the name. True. Like, even as a, like, you know. So you're going to pivot as well. Yeah, like just the whole, um, you know, just getting started is more important than being right. Yeah, it's yeah. Well, because I mean, also you're going to change stuff. Like we, um, you know, I talked about the product of journey actually last week on a, on a webinar. You, you should be pivoting a lot at the beginning because it's like it's really unlikely you're going to get it right first time. You get your value proposition right first time. I think that that is like even true with existing companies. Like looking at, say, you're building a product for an audience that you actually feel you know quite well, you will be surprised every time about the learnings you get from testing something. And therefore, you want to stay really like non-committal to those kinds of things because you know branding—you're really planting a flag. Yeah. But um, do you think as well though, like actually? So this is something that I can relate to with me this year, because you know I had a very good foundation for what my business model was. Yeah. And then um, you know obviously COVID happened, and a lot of in uh, in-person workshops were not happening. Leaped um, online. Yeah, and like, yeah, exactly. But it's like. For me, and I, yes, I'd like to say that I've mastered kind of pivoting to kind of, you know, to be a bit more successful in kind of you know, providing a service that people wanted. But actually, a lot of that was just listening to clients yeah, and having yeah. some conversation with regards to, okay, what can we do that would help you right now? Rather than having this kind of, you know, very rigid foundation of what this business model yeah, is yeah. In, in an alternative non-COVID world. But I think that for me was like, yeah, I actually, I can't take full credit for it. Although it was my decision to kind of make those decisions, it was really just about kind of just listening and really, really listening to those people and then finding out how you know, we can meet them halfway. Um, but I think as well, yeah, like, I mean, the, the whole pivot scenario, like, I, I don't even know how many times I've pivoted this year. Um, but equally, um, it didn't feel like it was labor. On solution so, or your target on offering, on offering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, that was really for me really interesting. Like you know, I'm nearly at the end of my first year as well. Yeah. Um, and also, they sorry on that. It, doesn't it show you the lesson of when you are relatively early stage, like keep the team really small? Because imagine doing that if you know, imagine you have five people and trying to just pivot every day. Uh, it's so slow. It's so so slow. 
exactly but also as well like um you know this you this puts a different light on doesn't it like when like we are in control of like where our companies are going yeah and you know being an employee in a company, to an extent well, a lot of the time yeah to an extent but a lot of the time like employees don't really understand why yeah. maybe their own companies are making all these fresh decisions yeah, all yeah. the time and a lot of time you know and i've experienced this as well i think a lot of people have just like you know like oh like you know you don't know which direction we're going and we're doing this we're doing that mm-hmm. and it could come across as indecisiveness and not really knowing what you're no. doing but actually there's another whole side which most employees probably don't really see or appreciate yeah, and that's the decisions to keep that company going yeah, and yeah. to keep those salaries going into those kind of oh, 100 percent. i mean you're seeing that with um you know fr- talking to friends about the you know their experience this year you also feel sorry for the founders because it's, they have to move so quickly it is really hard to also convey that because you know obviously yes you should simplify yes you should give clear communication simple communication like this is what we're doing and why but everybody will interpret it differently and will have sort of anxieties and you know frustrations it's a hit to the ego because they're not informed about everything so it's really hard to do sort of blanket communication on these really big things so i am not not envious at all of anybody with sort of big teams yeah, really tricky, really, really tricky. That's interesting as well. Hey, um, I've got a new product we can talk about. Yeah, yeah. What is it? Printer, is it? Is that a new phone? Yeah, yeah. New iPhone 12 Pro. Is iPhone 8? You see, broken. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. Did you, you know what, though? Like, well, you broke it already. I, no, I've not broken it. This oh, right. Is all, this is, uh, it arrived literally this morning. Yeah, I'm not excited about it. <laughs> I mean, it's really, three, like, three, three cameras, cameras is quite excessive. It's so funny, right? Because last night um, I was watching this thing on Netflix called Suburbicon, which is this kind of one off, like a, a film with Matt Damon and a few other people. It's based on like the. And they had this old like retro TV. Um, like film crew outside this suburbia kind of like um, you know um, film set or whatever it was. Yeah. It's like you know this is it's based on like I don't want to give away too much. I mean it's not really important, but it's more about the era of where camera crews were filming. And actually, the camera looks like the back of that with these oh, yeah, like, yeah. And I looked yeah. at it and I was like, wow, like, actually that's like you know the iPhone, maybe like. 70 years on. Mm. Like, I suppose it's the zoom thing. You, you... Yeah, like all the diff- different lenses. What do you but... call it when you <laughs> twist the thing? Wide angle and then your regular one as well. I don't know. Like, it is not. You know, I mean, it's one thing like I, I mean, luckily I've got a girlfriend that does all of it, but like, I do, I, I like photography, like I have an SLR, but I do feel like yeah. I miss out. I mean, I think it's good, but it's not that good. You know, you, you just, everything's a little bit grainy. It's got to the point where I like the. It's part. I feel like it's part of my personality <laughs> to take a stand against it. Like I think I could. I can actually see myself downgrading. Because um, I'm mean, also like I don't really need it anymore. I actually work on digital products. <laughs> we all work from home. <laughs> 
teaching people stuff. I've, um, yeah, I just need it for, I mean, stuff like podcasts, Google Maps, like all the banking stuff. Or, or recording voice messages to me yeah, about the podcast. Did you not see my photos, huh? Yeah, they were hilarious. Really, really funny. And they're that, the glasses. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, good. Definitely. I'll send you a couple of photos of the garden as well. Get my swim in. Um, say, actually, the, the photo on the new iPhone, I, I took some very quick test photos earlier. It is really, really send me good. A, send me a pro photo. I'm quite intrigued. I might, I might get it. I might get it. I'm just, um, I think my battery is rubbish now as well. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like this is dying a little bit. But um, okay. I, this is literally pointing and clicking from other Yeah, maybe I treat myself. Yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna head off. I'm gonna go get my hair cut. Fuck! Look at this. Because all the hairdressers have been closed for ages. Yeah, you've got a bit of it's you though. Actually, I mean, Venice, you should really grow it kind of surfer style because you're going to be doing some. You know, that's yeah, going to be your board yeah. meetings these days. So, um, the yeah, podcast you grow it a little bit. from the surfboard. Um, yeah, I'm going to get my hair cut. Finally, it's a, this is really cool. So there's a guy. There's like a little favela outside where they live, and you go in, it's all in Portuguese and basically it's like, it's really Brazilian. There's like 20 people just like chatting. Everyone's like shouting at each other. Yeah. It's like a really nice vibe. So I went there a couple of times last year. So I'm going to pop down there this afternoon, get my hair done for like two euros. <laughs> Have a catch up with my man, uh, Roberto, <laughs> I think it was. Last time he's like, he's cutting my hair whilst, um, what's it called, like video calling his kids at home who are like five. Yeah. He's like, hey, it's a, it's a foreigner. He's not from Brazil. The kids are like, whoa. <laughs> like really interesting. Not in a bad way, just in, they were like super intrigued. <laughs> so anyway, I'm going to go do that. And yeah, enjoy the haircut. It's actually, I had mine done a couple of weeks ago. It does make you feel like a new man. Actually. Yeah, yeah. So, I've been waiting for like a couple of months now as well. I haven't had the chance. Yeah. But it does take nice. you long, right? Yeah it's, yeah, it's just a bit annoying. Yeah, if I'm going swimming, sitting in the sun, all these nice <laughs> summertime <laughs> better to get a cut. Anyway, um, I wrote some notes. So to recap what we covered amongst the, um, <laughs> the not so helpful chit chat, uh, positioning, the importance of positioning, the difference of position depending on maturity of market. Heads, for example, if you want to do a meditation app, you've got to be really specific about who you're going to target. If you're going into audio therapy, it's still a bit of an open field. Uh, we talked about brand doesn't matter. Focus on the value proposition, focus on the why, get that right. Then you optimize what already exists, adding that little 10%. And the importance of listening to customers uh, when you're pivoting. I mean, all the time, actually, whether you're pivoting or not. Listen to customers, build what they want, uh, or at least take in insights from the conversations, work out what they might want from that. And um, final thing that the hairdresser that I'm going to is a lovely guy. Yeah, the only thing we didn't combine in that conversation was what product you use in your hair. <laughs> I didn't even know. <laughs> actually. I honestly didn't even you know. I, like, <laughs> I, I just buy the whatever supermarket in. I'm like, I'll get the like mid to high range because I know it'll work. Yeah. But I'm, I'm very unpicky. What's your... Uh, your tipple of choice. I do, um, uh, something called M, uh, I think it's M or something, it's from Tony and Guy. It's ridiculously expensive. Oh, but it works. I, 
use it for years. Like I just, it feels like actually when I have it in, it doesn't feel like I have product in my hair. Oh, oh, that's, oh that sounds nice because mine does. Yeah, it like, somehow yeah. keeps it kind of where it should be, but it doesn't feel claggy. Or anything, so oh, that sounds okay. That actually sounds worth an investment. But it's expensive. It's like I don't know, it's like forty-six euros a pot or something. It's ridiculous. Well, that's quite a lot. Um, I might test that though because it does get a bit horrible. Right? It's sort of greasy feeling. Either label M or M label. Yeah. yeah. So, so you, send me a photo on your new fancy iPhone. Label, label M. There you go. Well, it does that sort of chromey. Yeah. Um, right. <laughs> um, anyway. I never thought we'd be talking about hair products on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so for all the users, we have to off. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. Let's wrap it up there. So cool. thank you, Rob. It's been fun as always. Thanks to anyone that has made it this far. I'd be impressed if you have. And we will see you in another few weeks. <coughs>